Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Scout Fantasy Sports. All right. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Rona's fantasy football at sea. Can you think of anything better than that? No, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad that I was asked to be a part of it. As I mentioned, I went on my first cruise this past May. It was a lot of fun. And now, add to it with all the activities you get to do. Drafts, talking fantasy football, man. It really doesn't get much better than that. Are you going to bring a special someone on the cruise, Ronas? Well, yeah, I'm allowed to. So. You're allowed to. Yeah, so that's. TBA. I, will, I will not. I will not be your special someone, Ronas. No, I'm sorry, Doc. <laughs> I know you don't want to be either. So exactly. Nothing. <laughs> but personal. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that want to. I've got to think some. You know, win a date with Adam Ronas. I think I've seen that radio show somewhere. Oh yeah, you know what? Obviously, yeah. hmm. you like that. Well, one, I got to right? just make sure I market to the right demographic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to. Uh, it's TBD whether I can make the ship or not. I'm trying. I'm working on it. I think it's going to be fun, man. For real, like this. A cruise is phenomenal. I, you've been on one. You said oh, right. Cruise is awesome. Yeah. Except my wife's got a conference in August, and I just don't know when when it is. Hopefully, it won't be when I'm when we're cruising. But yeah, she's supposed to go away, and I can't leave a little can't leave a little rotos unattended. And I like the dates. They put August 12th to the 16th because obviously, you know, it gets real hectic as we get close to the season and we have Vegas in early September. So the fact that this is done, you know, early to mid-August, I think is a good time because it's just before the influx. I mean, we're, we're drafting at that time, obviously, because we're drafting beginning sometimes in late May, early June with best balls. And I might miss a draft or two that week. If I'm if I'm on the cruise, I'm missing oh, a yeah. draft or two. No. It's possible. I mean, we're, well, they'll be doing drafts on the cruise and stuff, so that's where the attention will be. But, yeah, and it's a Monday. I believe it's a Monday through Friday, so that's not bad. You get back in uh, for the weekend. Yeah, and they were talking about very cool things like, you know, golfing and, you know, they have the whole, whole beach and, you know, they're intertwining fantasy football within a cruise. Right. So, you, it, you know, people get to hang out together and do things, whether it's gambling or golf or whatever you want to do there or just grab some drinks. But it's going to be a good time, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's a ways away, but it's going to be here before you know it. And obviously, when you're planning a vacation like this, you want to jump out and get ahead of it. Adam Ronas with double fisting pina coladas at the pool on the Lido deck. It might not be pina coladas, but <laughs> close. <laughs> Tequila? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tequila, Hennessy, you know, okay. Ciroc. Oh, dude. You know what the best part of it is on a cruise before we get to football? It's all the, the alcohol so cheap. Well, it depends uh, what the packaging plan is. Because pack- some of the. Yeah, because there was one, one the cruise I went on. It was pretty expensive. Really? How about yeah. like wine at, or at dinner is like dirt cheap? Well, you had to buy the entire the package. Really? Yeah, I don't remember per- doing that. I remember yeah. paying. No, I remember paying a la carte for the wine. But like a bottle of wine that'd be let's say twenty five dollars in a store was like thirty five on a boat. Where in a restaurant it's like a hundred. Yeah, I don't know if it's like that anymore. 
That tells you how old I am, Ron. I believe, though, you're allowed to bring wine on, but you have to pay for the corkscrew to open it, something like that. There's, they find well, ways. Because I brought a case of they, wine. They find ways to freaking <laughs> get money. You know that, man. Oh, Nowadays, course. it's yeah. everything. With every airline, so they're always finding ways to get money from you. Dude, I totally would do that. I bring in a case of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need luggage. I'm just bringing a case of wine. <laughs> I'll just sleep with my bottles. <laughs> Good. All right, let's get to week number five, my man. All right, let's go through it. Tennessee at Buffalo. If I if Derrick Henry doesn't score this week, I'm officially telling everybody to just dump him. Yeah, look, it sets up as Derrick Henry game. I was not a Derrick Henry fan going into the year. I didn't draft him anywhere because I was worried exactly what's happening. He's so touchdown dependent. He's not involved in the passing game. And if he doesn't score a touchdown for you, you have a crappy week. We have yet to see him break the long run that we saw a couple times last year. And Deion Lewis is still in the mix. And we know Deion Lewis is the pass catching back. But this is a week where you're right. If he can't get it done this week, then I I really don't know when you could start him. All right. Tell me about... Corey Davis, who I like, who had a zillion targets last week, but he, play, he has Tredavious White, who's a pretty darn good cover, who's a corner, who's a good cornerback and could cover people. Do you think that he covers him well and he's not startable and you look at Taewon Taylor? Well, I do like Taewon Taylor this week as a sleeper, no question about it, and I do like him at DFS, but I'm still going to play Corey Davis. I understand it is a tough matchup, but he's just getting too much of the target share, 32 33% right now, and they do move Corey Davis around a little bit. He has actually seen some action in the slot, and they usually don't move White to the slot. So I understand that people are going to be fearful of playing Corey Davis, but in my season-long leagues, especially if you're in deep formats, I'm playing him. Like, I have him in the online championship. I'm playing him. You know, I'm playing I can't, Look, I, I, do you worry about the Patrick Petersons and the Whites and the Xavier Howards? How much do you worry about those guys? I think we do overrate it. At times, because remember, yeah, they can get locked down for most of the game, but really all it takes is one big play. So you downgrade the receiver a little bit, but it doesn't mean you automatically have to put them on the bench. Now, we do get questions, as you know, on the ScoutFantasySports.com message board where some people play in eight or ten team leagues. So in that situation, if you're loaded and you have better receivers than Corey Davis and the tiebreaker comes down to the tough matchup, sure, you sit him. But when you know most of us are playing in you know twelve team high stakes leagues with twenty roster spots, and especially in our format where we start eleven with the extra flex, it's hard to bench Corey Davis this week with bye weeks and injuries. Right. No, I agree with you. All right, Miami at Cincinnati. We mentioned Xavier Howard. Do you think he shuts down AJ Green? Because I think Tyler Boyd is a great start this week. By the way, John Ross out, Giovanni Bernard out, Tyler Eifert out. Do we even consider Josh Malone or Alex Erickson or any pig like that? No, I think obviously, as you mentioned, Tyler Boyd's just been getting it done, and uh, you, you continue to play him. No question about it. Uh, Miami has been burned by the slot. Uh, recently, so you play him, and yeah, Green's going to get Howard. He's done a, a nice job, but I'm still playing AJ Green, obviously, because we, we've seen AJ Green go off, and he can get open on one big play and score a touchdown. All right, Joe Mixon is expected back, but for I, I don't see them giving him 25 touches of the football. I think Mark Walton is actually going to touch the football four or five times this week. I'm not starting Mixon. I really am not going to start Mixon this week. I really, I really? just worry. You're not? I, just because I just feel he's going to get like 12 carries for 42 yards and one or two catches for like 12, and I just got 5.6 points, and he didn't do anything for me. Well, who's going to play over him? Because it sounded like Mixon was ready to go last week, and they took it cautious and made sure that he was 
100%. So are you playing some deep formats. So who are you playing over Mixon? I think I'm going to play Carrion Johnson over Mixon. I think that's one of my choices. But doesn't Carrion Johnson have the same risk that Mixon does in terms of usage? Like, give me the upside in Mixon. Give me the outs, crazy, the best day ever. What does he have? 20 touches. Which is how many yards? Could be 100. You really think? Yeah. I mean, you think they're going to ease him in? You saw what they did before he went down. They were feeding him the football. And with Gio Bernard out, it doesn't seem like they trust Mark Walton. You're right. He, he could get more touches, but he has seven touches in the two games Mixon was out. All right. One moment, please. I'm going to, I'm going to get you something. <laughs> one moment. Please hold. Please continue to hold. Look, carry on Johnson. See, everyone wants this to happen, and everyone is right. But you have to understand that these coaches, and we've seen it in numerous situations. We can point to McCarthy with with Aaron Jones, and the same thing with carry on Johnson. You know, everyone got excited because of carry on Johnson's game where he had, what, 16 carries against the Patriots? LeGarrette Blunt had 16 carries in the same game. And then last week... Yeah, he had it was the great... nine and seven. It was nine and seven. Right. It's it's like, and he had the great well, run for the touchdown, but he's his volume is still not there yet. He had ten touches last week against the Patriots, where they had the ball the entire game. He had eighteen in a blowout. So well, here's I, a... the, you're right. The talent is there. Everyone knows this. But as long as Legarrette Blunt is still in the picture, and as long as Theo Riddick is still there, he's not an auto start. No, I agree. I'm looking at the Dolphins versus running backs. Week one, they let up 100 yards and a touch. Week two against the Jets was nothing. Then against Oakland was 107 and a touch. New England was 167 and two touches. They are the fourth worst team in the NFL against running backs. All right. I... Look, Doc, you're, you're a good player. You make great decisions. So if you feel that way, I'm not going to convince you. I just feel like Mixon's coming back. And they really don't. If Geo is there, right, I, I get your Aust concern. Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon? Mixon. Really? Yeah. I mean, again, Eckler, and I like Eckler, but the volume's not there for him. If you t if this was next week, I'm playing Mixon 100%, but this week, and I, look, I'm going to admit this. I was watching NFL Live today, and Stefania Bell came on, and she was talking about this whole thing, She and she talked about the reduced workload. And I listened to that, and I was like, you know what? I see her point. I get it because I don't listen to you know people on ESPN because obviously right. I, I know, mean, I know a, we know way medical, more than them. But a medical opinion, you know, they they know more than me. Uh, right, right, you know. right. You know, so I mean, Stefani is pretty good at what she does. So I sat down and was like, it makes a lot of sense because I could see about fifteen to eighteen touches of the football because with that knee coming back, you just can't give him the ball twenty five to thirty times. He he just can't do it. But even fifteen to eighteen touches is still more than the other guys. That's true. But but let me ask you. Well, here's but, Doc. The, 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 this is so tricky with guys coming back from injury because we we could point to guys that absolutely flopped and did nothing, like Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook. But then look at all Sean Jeffrey coming back, and he looked the best I have seen him look oh in my Eagles God. uniform. Yeah, he looked great. So that's but the, the other guy. But the other guys were injured though. See, Cook and, and Fournette were still injured. They weren't fully recovered. Is Mixon fully recovered? Well, all Sean Jeffrey was also coming off surgery. No, but the question is, Cook and Fournette, we knew, were still dealing with hamstring injuries. I haven't gotten the report from well, Cincinnati Cook, well, Cook, how good he's looked in practice. Well, Cook was on a pitch count, so right. we kind of knew that going in. And obviously, they rushed him back. But, I mean, it, it's, it's always like, well, Baldwin came back. He was okay last week. And what do you have? Like, I think he had like nine, ten points in a PPR. I like Baldwin this week. Yeah. I like him against the Rams this week. They're going to need him desperately. They should. But, yeah, Mixon, I, I just think in most instances, if you have Mixon, I, I just, with the running back landscape right now, I just don't see many better options.
I mean, you want to put him in the RB2? Fine. Okay. No, no, definitely RB2. All right, what about Kenyon Drake? Now, I, I always go back to this. Good players who play terribly, you always can't overlook them the following week. And you know, I'm talking more for DFS purposes, even for seasonal purposes. He laid a big, fat, stinky egg on us. He can't be this bad. Of course, Adam Gay said that Goran and Drake will split carries again. Yeah, I'm, I'm not touching him right now. You know, you, you said that he laid the egg. He did the week before, too. Now, it's really not on him. The usage with Adam Gase, and this is the problem. I mean, really? Eight carries the last two weeks? And I understand they haven't been running a lot of plays. But late in the game against New England, you don't have him on the field as the pass catching back. You have Frank Gore out there instead. Wouldn't you rather rest Gore if you think that high of him? It's just been a disaster for Drake. And look, one of these weeks, he's going to turn it around. But how do you put him out there in your lineup with confidence right now? No, I think you put him out there, but you don't put him out there with confidence. That's for sure. All right, Baltimore at Cleveland. I just have two words for you. Nick Chubb. Well, I agree. The problem oh. is, look, oh. I have him in a few leagues. I drafted him, you know, ninth, tenth round, hoping that he would see a role in this offense. And I have not even thought about dropping him. The problem is right now, though, he has not had more than three touches in a game. Now, we saw the impressive runs last week, 63 and 41 yards for touchdowns. And Hugh Jackson finally said this week, we have to get him the ball more. But do you ever trust Hugh Jackson? No, I don't trust you, Jackson. So, look, they keep giving Carlos Hyde big workloads. You know, If Chubb is available on the waiver wire, get him as long as you have someone decent to cut. You know, in some 10-team leagues, you probably you might not have anyone to cut for him. So, in our leagues, though, in the deep leagues, he's he was drafted and held on to. I know I have him in at least three leagues. I actually drafted him in a league with 16 roster spots, and I've held on. Oh, you, you should because, God forbid, Carlos Hyde tweaks a groin muscle. You're looking at a top 10 running back. Definitely. No question about it, and that's what sucks. Any, on any other team, and there's a few of those guys, you know, Chubb, on Johnson, Aaron Jones, you know, they just need the path cleared for them, and then they could be difference makers for your fantasy team. I don't think I told you this before, but some dude decided that he was going to do a power ranking of the 900 teams in the Scott Fishbowl. Oh, Did geez. you see that? At the beginning yeah, of the year? I saw that before the year. And my team was like 840th out of 900 teams, Ronis. It's true. Let me just say I have Goff, Cooper Cup, Baker Mayfield, Sony Michelle, Kenny Galladay, uh, Nick Chubb, all these guys. Um, my guys are producing right and left. Thank you for putting me down at 840 out of 900s. I was so excited to see that. Yeah, we know these preseason rankings and the grades <laughs> are just so stupid because, you know, we know that there's talent in the mid to late rounds that emerge, and we know there's going to be a ton of bust early on. So it's like, I, get it. I don't know, it's a waste of time, especially uh, with 900 teams, man. You're going to spend that much time? Well, I, trying to, well I mean, someone's trying to get attention. All right, Green Bay at Detroit. Dude, I, I, something's telling me this is an Aaron Jones week. Are you in on that? Yeah. I mean, look, I had him last week as a deep sleeper. Look, we all know, and Aaron Rodgers knows it and wants it, Aaron Jones is clearly the best back on this team. Detroit has been absolutely abysmal against the run. They're getting destroyed. So, yeah, I think Aaron Jones is in play. No question about it. Now, what do you do here? Devontae Adams may play. Allison is 50-50. Cobb is out. Are you playing Marcus Valdez-Scantling uh, there? What are you doing? I think you can. I think he's 3,300 on DraftKings. Started to look at it. We'll, we'll have to see. Allison is also on the injury report, not only for a concussion, but a hamstring. That appeared today, too. So that's not good. Uh, I do think, though, uh, Ty Montgomery could be a sleeper. Really? Uh, do might, you like they, him they more, more have, than? They might have to use him in the slot. He's a wide receiver. Why not put him in the slot? Remember, 
Aaron Rodgers has been complaining about this offense, and a lot of these rookies are probably not up to speed. You you got to be in the right place at the right time for Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, Valdez Scantling did play quite a few snaps last week, and I think he had what one catch. I know it was like I think thirty eight yards, but he was out there. He was right, out he there. was out there, but he didn't do much. But I, I, he's in play for sure. If you're really hurting this week, and I know I wrote him up in the waiver wire this week. Sure, I mean he's in play and he's cheap in DFS. I would love to see Ty Montgomery be their permanent slot receiver if they could be, and then go with Jones and get both of them on the field at the same time. Yeah, I think it's certainly in play this week. All right, when we come back, Willie Walls joins us. You know Willie. He talks DFS with us. Got to make us some money. It's Dr. Roto and Adam Ronas. We're part of ScoutFantasySports.com. Come check us out there. And, of course, ScoutDFS.com. We're back with Willie Walls when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We got Willie Walls with us. Willie Walls from ScoutDFS.com joining us, Ronis. This is our segment with Willie. The balls to the walls call from Willie Walls. What's up, Willie? I'm doing good. How you doing? At least you got on this time. Uh, I'm not going to make a time, though. I'm going to let that one. That's okay, though. Right. You can't keep Willie down, Ronis. You cannot keep him at bay. No, definitely not. He's going to find a way to make it somehow. All right, my man. Let's get let's make people happy this week. Let's talk about let's do it by position first. At quarterbacks, who are your like three or four guys that you're locked in on? All right. Uh, not, some people are not going to agree with it, but uh I like the lower price guys. Like uh two two guys that come to my mind are people like uh Russell Wilson, you know, at fifty one hundred. Um, on FanDuel going against the Rams. And the reason I like it is the Rams are up pace team. Um, they pass the ball. They go no huddle. So that's going to force Seattle to try to score to keep up with them. And I just think Russell Wilson at 5,100 is too cheap. And I love putting on the other side, you know, you, I mean, it's, it's a perfect match for Gurley because Gurley wasn't so blue. I, I'll explain Gurley a little bit later, but I, I like Russell Wilson. I also like another. Per- I, lo- I love David Carr this week, going against the the Chargers. You know, you know, going against the Chargers. David Carr's another guy I like. I like on FanDuel as well as DraftKings. Uh, I think David Carr's going to be one of my guys that I like. And of course, you know, people are going to like you know uh, Big Ben and and my, Matt Ryan. I mean, understand that you know they're going to be in a lot of people's eyes. Now, one guy I'm not going to mess with is I'm not going to mess with Blake Boyles. <laughs> I'm not messing with Doyle's at all. Um, I think that, that that I think that game is going to be a rain game, and I think that game is going to be a trap. So I'm not going to have any black balls, but I, I love uh, you know. You, of course, you're going to like the Kansas City. You're going to like both quarterbacks in that Pittsburgh game. You know, you're going to like both of them, but I think I'm going to be picking down mostly though. So I'm, you know, so those are the four quarterbacks I like. I mean, those those are the quarterbacks, and one other guy that's going to be real contrarian. 
Uh, it's going to be real contrarian. Is I think uh, I think Rosen is a little interesting to me for uh, going against uh, San Francisco. You know, so I, I'm going to be down a quarterback for on most of my quarterbacks today. So if you're going to be saving money at quarterback, where are you spending this week? Oh, you know I'm spending up on running backs. You know I'm spending up on running back. I'm spending up on Rob. Uh, I'm, I'm spending up on, on Gurley, who in his last seven games is averaging 32.5 points a game. You know, they're going around without Earl Thomas. And even Gurley, in his blog games, they had seven games, seven games in the last uh, since last year. They won by 20 or more points. Gurley averaged 27.7 points a game in those games. So what I'm trying to tell you, Gurley is matchup proof, you know, whether it's blowout or not. And the last time he played Seattle, how many points he scored? 45. So I love Todd Curry. Like I love um, another person I love is Gordon. He's going to be in most of my lineups. Gordon has got 30 points or more in three or four games. He's going against a team that has given up the third most rushing yards, six most points to bat. Gordon is in a great spot. And Gordon is leading in targets in the red zone for running backs at 10. So, you know, they throw their Pass the ball, they're going to throw the ball to Gordon. And uh, got, and, and, and T.J. Yeldon is, is interesting. I have my interest in him. My interest waned because when um, when Nixon became uh, the clear back, so now I like Nixon a lot too. Now, I Willie, I want to talk about Yeldon for a second. The running backs are priced very high this week, and I, it seems almost like I have to go to Yeldon at the 5,600 on D.K., I'm worried, though, that it's going to be like 40% owned and then it becomes a bad play. Is Yeldon good chalk or do I need to be contrarian? Uh, one thing about Yeldon is Yeldon, uh, besides uh, Marshawn Lynch, he's evaded more tackles than anybody. 24, even, you know, Kamara and the rest of the guys, he's at 24. Uh, you know, matter of fact, you know, with McCaffrey, he has uh, he's evaded more tackles than McCaffrey. And there was another uh, prominent back that we debated more together. So he's actually made pretty good. It's just his volume. Remember the last time you had him, uh, Doc, the last time, remember he was hurt. We didn't know about that till later. So that's why he shared time with Grant. But he's, got, he's healthy now. But I'm going to tell you, Doc, to be honest with you, I'm not really interested. I'm more interested, if you talk about running backs, than Aaron Jones. You know, Aaron Jones of Green Bay. You know, they, they're going against a team that give up six yards per carry, and the guy says 4,300, and that's Rogers' guy. So instead of paying up for Yeldon, why not pay for Aaron Jones where you're playing 4,300 uh, 4, on draft team, and then on the other side, you could you, 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 know, you could put in Jones, you know, for Detroit, you know, at 4,700. But I, would, I don't think you need to pay up for Gurley. You, you know, you could, you, could, you, you could pay up for Gurley, uh, Gordon, and you can also put in on uh, Jones. In the running back position at 4,300 and save yourself some money. Yeah, the one thing to keep on eye with, because I like Marvin Jones a lot too. He's 4,700, and we know he has crushed Green Bay in the past. He did appear on the injury report today with an ankle injury and is listed as questionable, so it's something to follow. But I do agree. Well, he's, pri- he's priced too low. Yeah, but 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 listen, I, that's normally not good, Rodas. Anytime you hear that, somebody, I, don't like, I don't like getting that report. You know, late in the week. I don't like those kind of reports. So, you know, if he's still questionable, I, I'm, I just probably have, have to X him out of there, um, to be honest with him. So, I mean, I, I, I was all in. I was all in home on DraftKings. I love uh, DraftKings because you're right. The last four games against him, he's averaged 
117 yards a game and five touchdowns. So I think he was a great play. But um, I don't like him as much. You know, when you say here, he on his ankle, I don't know about his ankle. Willie, let's stay with that game. Do you like Stafford? Do you like Galladay? Do you like Devontae Adams? Would you stack this game? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I've got a little interest in Detroit's defense. Um, I, I, with all those injuries that they have, I don't know, man. I don't think that game is going to meet what they think it's going to meet. You know, I, I don't have a lot of interest in the game, to be honest with you. I mean, i got interest in Aaron Jones. Um, you know, I could see you do one stack with, you know, Stafford. I do like Stafford, but I don't, you know, the thing that Green Bay gives up that people don't realize is Detroit at home, they get a, they, they get a pretty good pass rush. So I'm not, you know, they got a lot of injuries. So I, I don't know if I'm going to stack that game like that. That won't be one of my favorite games to stack. What about James Conner at 7,500? I know he's disappointed the last couple of weeks, but we all know Atlanta just bleeds receptions to running backs, and that's, one of the highest scoring games, and a lot of people are going to be on Antonio Brown and Juju. Is Connor in play for you this week? Yeah, Connor's in play, but uh, not as much. Uh, not as much. Want to be honest with you, because you know, I would rather pay that money for Nick Nixon. You know, a guy who I know is going to get all the running and all the and all the passes. You follow me? They got no Bernard there, and he's going against a team that gives up the fourth most yards rushing as well as receiving in the NFL with Miami. So I will have more interest in, in Nixon over Connors, even though Connors is a good play if you want to stack him like that. There's nothing wrong with stacking on Connors, but I will be more in Nixon, not Connors. All right, Willie, you're going to think I'm crazy, and maybe I am. We already think I'm, that. I know, I'm telling you. I like the Giants this week, Willie. I like Beckham. Homer. I like Barkley. I think that people are sleeping on them. I think Carolina's defense is overrated. If this is a week, and, Beck, and Beckham is 100% right. The Giants' offense looks like, uh, what's his face? The McAdoo's running it. Mike Shula is the worst offensive coordinator in the world. They have to get Beckham involved. Do I want Beckham on my roster, Willie? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want Saquon because I don't like what they're doing on first and second downs. I was watching a podcast with Shark uh, Focus. And I don't like I don't like the play calling they're doing first time. They got to be more fluent on first down. And they put Barkley, and they're one of the worst teams in first and second downs. They one of the, they are the worst team in the NFL in that. So I don't like Barkley, but I can't agree with this. I can't agree with Beckham. You know, so I'm going to have a couple of stacks. Well, I have McCaffrey on one side, and I have Beckham on the other side. Beckham has a 32 percent advantage, one of the best ones according to Pro Football Focus. And Beckham is due just like Julio Jones is due. Okay, and you know the squeaky wheel. He was he's been fussing. So I do agree with you about um, about Beckham. Yes, I have interest in Beckham, but I got no interest in Barkley. No interest in Barkley for me. What about the Vikings wide receivers? Philly is tough against the run. The Vikings can't run the football, and Philly has struggled in the secondary. And everyone's looking at the Pittsburgh Atlanta game. Feel like the Minnesota Philly game might go a little underlooked. This game, um, runners can be the the one that Doc called last week can be the Cleveland Oakland game of last week. You got two teams that uh, that 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 play at a, you know play, play at a pretty uh, quick pace. Another thing is that Mills is getting burnt up like you know like toast has been in the has been in the uh, toaster for twenty minutes. Okay, so Thielen as well as um, as well as Diggs got great matchups. They got great matchups. 
they both got a 33 and a 30% advantage, you know, of going against their cornerbacks they're going against. So I think that's a great funnel. Uh, so I just think that um, this would be a, a great to turn a sack where you sack Thielen and uh, you do Thielen and um, Diggs, and you put Winch as a quarterback on one side, and then you put um, then you put Hurts you know, in a tight end. And I think that one right there, that stack right there, will be something that a lot of people won't have, and that'll be a stack that I think can uh, it might be something that could take down a tournament. And if you want to add Jeffrey, Jeffrey's. He has a great matchup, too. So I do agree with you. I like that game as a sneaky tournament option because a lot of people won't be on it because they, they still give Minnesota too much credit for their defense, and their defense has been awful. I mean, awful. Willie, I'm questioning something, though. Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken, Trey Wayans is out, which means Mike Hughes is in. Isn't Xavier Rhodes going to cover Jeffrey? Isn't that a bad matchup for Jeffrey? Oh. No, got to remember, man, he, he torched him last week. And, then, you know, Jeffrey does. One thing Jeffrey does is he gets touchdowns, okay? And you got to understand that he's just not going to be in that one position with Rose. So they move they move him around. So I, I'm not saying it's my favorite. I mean, Ertz is my favorite, you know, and I think Aguilar is a little interesting, too. You know, Aguilar got a pretty good matchup. So I think Ertz, uh, Ertz, Ertz is my favorite if I had to do it, but I don't mind Jeffrey's, too as a DPP player, because Jeffries played big in big games. And remember, he roasted them last year. And Xavier Rhodes was there last year, and he got roasted. How much exposure are you going to get to Pittsburgh-Atlanta? We know that's going to be a very popular game this week. The over-under is 58. Both defenses suck. So how much exposure are you going to have to that game? you got to have exposure to it, Ronis. you got to do it. you got to do it in different ways. You know, and, you know you're going to have some lines where you'll have but I'm going to tell you where a lot of them, I will have a Julio and I will have Schuster. You know, I'm not going to play Antonio Brown too much. Let me give you one of the reasons why I'm not going to play Antonio Brown. First of all, Antonio Brown is a great player. I'm just doing this for ownership purposes because Antonio Brown will be the highest owned receiver on the slate. But the thing that I looked at, and I got this from Kevin Cole, he had uh, mentioned this information. When you look at their targets, their targets has almost been the same lately. And... Juju Smith's got a better matchup. And in the red, in the red zone, for the red zone, um, Juju Smith has 11 red zone targets. Antonio Brown has three. Okay? So why I want to pay up the 9100 you know, or whatever he calls the DraftKings. I forgot what he calls the DraftKings because I'm not playing them in there. Anyway, I could pay 7588000 for, um, you know, for Juju Smith. So I like Juju Smith. I like Julio Jones. Sometimes when I don't have them in the lineup, I'm going to have some new in there. But my, but my, but the tight end that I'm going to have in most of my lineups is McDonald. McDonald, you got to have McDonald. He's got 63% of the snaps this week. They're rounding him into safe. You know, Wait, Willie, Willie, you know, Willie, the Steelers are the worst team against the tight end. Why wouldn't you have Hooper? Um, Because they don't throw to Hooper as much. I don't mind it on DraftKings because on DraftKings, Hooper is like a, a 3,000. You know what I'm saying? So I can take a shot there. But in no way in heck I'm going to play Hooper over McDonald. Um, you know, because McDonald, uh, that, you know, and I've never seen this in post football focus. McDonald has like a 32% of the game over there. So McDonald's going to eat them up. So on FanDuel, you lock, you lock McDonald in. And you leave it alone. And it would have worked last week for us when we locked Eifert in. But you remember, he got hurt. Yeah, right. All right, Willie, I have two questions for you here. First question, you mentioned you like Russell Wilson. 
Who do you like? Would you go naked Wilson or do you stack him with Baldwin or Lockett? And then you mentioned you like Carr, but Casey Hayward is going to be covering Cooper. Do you like Cook or do you like Nelson? So what do you, you mentioned those guys in the beginning. How are you going to stack those guys? And what I'll do is I'll give you two minutes the way I, I stack that game so you'll know. Um, when, you play, when you play Russell Wilson, um, um, I will play – I really will probably play a naked Russell Wilson or – Lockett has a 20% advantage, so he's not a bad play. Or on DraftKings, you could go with Burnett. You know, that Burnett guy, whatever his name is, remember, Disney is hurt. So he's going to get 100% of the snaps. He's only 2,500. So it's a pump play. And where do you hurt Where do you hurt the Rams? You hurt him at tight end. So, you know, if I'm going to play, but mostly what I would do, Doc, uh, is I'll have Wilson on one side. I'll play Gurley on the other side. And what I don't find is this. I don't mind if you do a uh, if you do a uh, if you do a golf girly stack. One reason why is golf. Well, people don't realize a uh, golf. First of all, he's going to be low on the slope. He's going to be less than seventy-five percent on. Remember, Thomas is not playing. He can light them up for four touchdowns. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing that what people don't realize is he uh, in the no huddle golf completes. 78% of his passes on no huddle compared to 61% when he's in his regular formation. And his yards per attempt jumps up to an astronomical 11.9 compared to 8. So if they go no huddle in Seattle, that's why I like Russell Wilson on the other side because he's going to have to keep pace to him and nobody's going to play Russell Wilson, but he has a great matchup going against him. I think Russell Wilson is sneaky there. But, yeah, I mean, you could, you could play either quarterback and the way I would do it is mostly I might have Russell Wilson going against Gurley when I'm, when I'm playing together. You mentioned some of the tight ends this week. Uh, would you pay up for Ertz at all? I mean, he's been getting the double-digit targets. It feels like a lot of people are not going to pay up for him this week. Yeah, I have a lot of – well, I have Ertz and, um, and McDonald running on FanDuel. You know, that's why when, when I played the two uh, Minnesota receivers. Um, but I, I forgot to tell you another thing that I like because you was asking me about Oakland. What I like about Oakland is this. I like Jordy Nelson this week at 5,600 and 4,500. I think Jordy Nelson is a uh, sneaky play. You don't play Cooper. Cooper against, uh, against the guy, the cornerback for, um, uh, for, for the cornerback for San Diego. Yeah, he Casey got Hayward. Yeah, he's held him to three catches in three games. No way I'm playing Cooper against that guy. Okay, but when you can play Jordy Nelson, now I'm gonna tell you a sneaky guy on DraftKings who you could play. Matavius Bryant at 3400. Matavius Bryant, listen, he's been behind that defense and he's only 3400. He can get a deep ball and then he can blow everybody out the water at 3400 on DraftKings. Ronis, I got a guy for you. Willie, I don't know if you like this guy, but I like this guy. I think he's 33 or 3,400. I think Cortland Sutton scores. I've been, I thought that last week, too. He was in my deep sleepers. I, he, It's getting there. It's close. It's close. It's not a bad play at all. Yeah. All right, Willie, Willie Walls, we'll talk to you later on our video, the DFS video. Thanks so much for joining us, my man. Hey, all right, for sure. Got to watch that video later with me and Willie Ronis. That'll be good. All right, we're back right after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Hello? Yeah. Are we back? For Scout Fantasy Sports, Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronis. Ronis and I are putting it together, our rosters. Should we do a roster for people, Ronis? Uh, we can. I think, aren't you not allowed to reveal a whole lineup? I thought, wasn't that like oh, a DraftKings right. thing? Yeah, maybe it is. All right, so let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's go through the games as we were doing. We'll go through them quickly because we've got a bunch left. Jacksonville at Kansas City. It is au contraire, mon frere, to play the Chiefs, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. Uh, I think Mahomes will be low-owned, and you could understand why, against Jacksonville's secondary, uh, and his price has gone down. I think uh, I'm, you know, people are starting to ask the questions in seasonal. I know you have a lot of Mahomes. Are you playing him everywhere? You must have Mahomes and another viable quarterback, I would think. I do. So I, I'm playing Ben over Mahomes in one league. That makes sense. I would do and that. And I'm playing Goff over Mahomes in another league. That makes sense. My choice is Mahomes or Stafford. I would play Stafford. Yeah. But let me tell you this. Outside of those guys that we just mentioned, Goff, you know, Stafford, Ben, I'm playing with uh, Mahomes over everybody. Right. So basically for the past few weeks, we've kind of ranked Mahomes one, whereas this week he might be more in the five to seven range. Right. But he's still t- he's, I'm still playing him where I have to, and I'm not going to worry about it. Because exactly. I'm telling you, I agree. people overrate these matchups. Ooh, Jacksonville. Jalen Ramsey's going to get himself torched this week by Tyreek Hill. Well, Jalen Ramsey is talking a lot of garbage about Tyreek Hill. Did you hear it? He was basically garbage. like, he's a specialist. He's a kick returner. He made the pro. I mean, look, Jalen talks a lot. He backs it up. But one of these days, he's going to get roasted bad. I mean, Tyreek, you don't, you don't mess with a guy who runs a 4-2. Well, he's not going to be on him all the time. Even Jalen said that. He's like, Tyreek lines up everywhere. He lines up as a running back in the slot. So it's not really one-on-one. He's like, I'll see him at times, but it won't be you know, all the time. I give Jalen Ramsey a little credit. He is really good at what he does. Oh, he is. I mean, I kind of wish Dallas had him. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. All right. Denver at the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. If there's a game in life that I don't want to have to watch, Ronis, it's this one. Agree. This is going to be disgusting. I mean, the Jets are just playing awful. Denver was competitive with Kansas City, but man, Case Keenum is really playing poor football right now. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in three weeks. He missed Demarius Thomas wide open for the winning touchdown. Wide open, dude. Yeah, he was, was wide open. It's been bad. So, uh, <sighs> you know, really, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders would be the guy here, obviously, for Denver uh, because of the weakness in the slot. But again, you're relying on Keenum getting him the football. And I agree with you on Sutton. Uh, he's just been so close. He only has eight receptions on the season, but they've been taking shots deep. He, ha- he came close to scoring a touchdown last week, and I think it's just a matter of time before he comes through. So, like you said, if you're looking for a low-owned guy that's cheap in a tournament and you play multiple lineups, like if you if you only do one lineup, don't I wouldn't him. put it right exactly. And, and don't play and don't play him on DraftKings. Play him on FanDuel because FanDuel the touchdown couch count, counts so much more because it's a half point PPR. He can get you two for forty seven and a touchdown, and right there that's like eleven points. Right, exactly. 
All right, Atlanta against Pittsburgh. Oh man! I mean, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do it this way. Who won't have a good game? Um, maybe the Falcons running backs with Freeman coming back, splitting with Coleman. Agreed. I think Connor will have a good game, not a great game, but good. Yeah. Look again. We said about the weakness for Atlanta is just catching. Uh, allowing running backs to pile up their catches. So you got to think that Connor gets several targets this week. You take advantage of that weakness over the middle. So um, I'm considering him. I'm probably not going to have a ton of Connor. I just feel like yeah. I feel safer with McCaffrey and Melvin Gordon. Oh, I love McCaffrey and everything. Uh, speaking of that, all right, the, the Giants at Carolina. I love McCaffrey. He is a must start for me in DraftKings. I can't imagine a lineup without him, to be quite honest with you. You know, I'm trying to. Do you think he's going to be highly owned? I think he might. No, be, right? no. I think we're going to get him go, a little lower, right? Because I think people are going to go Gurley, Gordon, and then right. Yeldon on the lower end, right? Maybe even a, right. I, I love McCaffrey this week. Yeah, love. I like him too. I like Saquon Barkley. I think Willie's wrong. Um, look, and our optimizer I, loves Saquon Barkley. It has Saquon Barkley as numero two. Oh, really? Okay. Two. I, let me. I got to run that again. Just look right. You go right there right now. I'll, 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 hey, Todd Gurley, number one. Saquon Barkley, number two. All I can say is this, Ronis. The optimizer is rarely wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, okay, and then it comes through. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, again, the best thing to do is put in your picks, your stacks, and then hit optimize and see what it gives you. But, look, I mean, Barkley, I think, is one of those running backs that's that's going to be in play every week because you know how explosive he is. And the problem is obviously the Giants offense right now. It's just not clicking. But look what Barkley has done. I mean, he has at least 22 points every week on DK, and he's 7,700. And he's going to be low-owned. Yeah. I mean, People aren't going to want to play him, and I yeah. don't blame them. I think that I, I'm not being a homer because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a fantasy guy more than a Giant fan. And I'll tell you this. I think the Giants are going to score this week. Mike Shula worked at Carolina. He is going to want to shove it down somebody's throat. He is the worst offensive coordinator in the world, but he, has, he calls a good game this week. But doesn't Carolina put up points, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. For so sure. You, all right, yeah, I think this could be a high-scoring game. I think but not Funchess, because Funchess sees Janoris Jenkins, Jenkins is good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I th- Jenkins has done a nice job the last couple weeks. I know he's given up some receptions, but you know Michael Thomas didn't do much uh, last week. This could be, I don't know who, it's definitely McCaffrey and definitely Cam, for sure. I'm waiting for DJ Moore, dude. I know, man. I know. I think a lot of people are, and I think he's a guy... And we see this every year. Some of these rookies come into the season. They get hyped up. You just have to be patient. Now, in some leagues, you can't. Somebody more... cut him in a, in a world championship, in a, in a league. I picked him up for $178 this week. I know. He was cut in mine, too, but I didn't get him, and I wanted him. How much uh, did you bid? I don't remember. It was, uh, But, you know, I, this this week I had a problem because I had a lot of issues this week. I have guys on buy, and then I had the question with Gronk. You know, oh, going into the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, So I, it's just a, a bad week for me. And then the, Chris Carson, and now it looks like he's going to play. Like, I had Chester Rogers, and I didn't play him last night. I picked him up, and I didn't play him. Oh, you should have played him, yeah. yeah All right, oh, oh, Oakland at the Chargers. I think this is a high-scoring game. I oh, think without Joey Bosa, this is a high-scoring game. No question about it. We know the Raiders' defense has been bad. The Chargers' defense is struggling. Uh, Melvin Gordon is just getting... Did you watch Melvin Gordon last week? I think he broke 200 tackles. Oh, he looked really good. Ridiculous. I I have a big question for you here. I don't really want to play Jared Cook this week. I don't think he's as great a start as everybody else thinks. Well, for what, DFS or seasonal? Well, seasonal, I'm playing him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, there's no tight ends left. (laughs) For DFS, 
The optimizer has him number one, but the Chargers defense held Travis Kelsey one, one reception, catch, six yards. One, six yards. Yeah. Buffalo five for forty-three. The Rams three yeah. for thirty-eight. Mm. I mean, outside of he, Kittle's big play last week, they held four guys to nothing. Yeah, but Buffalo, you can't count, and the Rams, you don't can't count. They don't throw to the tight okay, ends. but they stopped Kelsey, and they I, did. I don't know. They did. Do I, they, do I sit close? Well, I'm saying I'm going to stack this game, and I'm going to play Carr, and I'm going to play Jordy, and I'm going to play Gordon, and I'm going to play Keenan Allen. Lock it in. Am I going to play Cook? That's the question. Uh, I don't think you need to. Uh, now, look, Carr has been looking at him in the red zone a lot. Here's the thing. We've seen two great games from Cook and then two quiet games. The bottom line is, though, is number one, the Raiders are going to have to put up points in this game. And I think this offense has been better because their defense is so bad. It's kind of like Atlanta, where Atlanta's defense is so bad, they're going to play in shootouts. It's going to be the same for the Raiders. And right now, I mean, Cook is getting a lot of red zone looks. He has two games of at least 12 targets already. I know. It's, that's why I want to play him. But I'm afraid if I play him and he puts up a three for 46, I'm going to lose my million. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to leave someone out, he would be the guy because his price is elevated. It's 4800 now. It's a lot. Yeah, for, for a tight end because you kind of need that production. You're going to need 20 out of him. When I can get Austin Hooper for 3000 Right. Now, Hooper has a low floor. I mean, I agree with you with the matchup. I'm using Hooper in a league where I'm really hurting a tight end, so I'm rolling with him this week. You know, again, there's not much on the waiver wire, but he has an extremely low floor, as we've seen in three of the four games. But you're right. The matchup is What about C.J. Uzoma for $2,900? Uh, All I need to get is 12 points out of him? You need a touchdown from him yeah, okay. for him to do it, I think. What about Ricky Seals, Scrub Jones? Yes, I'm on Ricky Seals this week. Uh, the 49ers have a lot of touchdown to a tight end every game this year. Really? Yes. You're absolutely right, Adam Ronis. Look at that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, yeah, I, I already wrote him up. It's ready to go. <laughs> I, I didn't read your article, dude. Okay. Well, it doesn't come out until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I, I got it early. I got it but early. I, but I wrote that on Tuesday. I was like, oh, okay. I, I'm thinking ahead. I'm like, deep sleeper. And I look, I'm like, yep, Seals Jones. This is the week. All right, Minnesota, Philadelphia. I couldn't agree with you more. I promise you, I'm stacking the this crap out of that game. This is a sneaky game, isn't it? Very sneaky, and I'm all in on it. And the I'm over in. under is low. Like, what is wrong with Vegas? Isn't it like Vegas is going to be? So every week, I want you to do the following for me moving forward. Look at one game that's going to be better than Vegas thinks, and one game that's going to be worse. Right. And you had the Oakland Cleveland game last yep. week as one, yeah. right? And I think this is the one this week. I agree. I said it before. And, uh, you know, the Vikings defense is not the same. Uh, the the way you attack the Eagles is via the pass, and that's what the Vikings' strength is. They can't run the football, so yeah, I, I agree. I think this uh, there'll, there'll be some points in this game, and the Eagle both defenses are not what we thought going into the season. No, not at all. Arizona at San Francisco. I know what Willie's saying about Josh Rosen, and I know that the, San Francisco has been really sketchy defensively, but. I don't. I don't. I, I, can't, I can't get behind this I, game. This game has twenty to seventeen with a Phil Dawson field goal written all over it. I mean, the one guy that you could look at, even though I haven't, is Matt Breda, but he is a little banked up again. What uh, about David he, Johnson? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know we talked about him last week. Sure, you you can look to David Johnson. They're finally involving him more. He'll be low owned because people are going to see the over under in this game and the low total, and they're going to stay away. And we talked about a bunch of other running backs that are more appealing. So yeah, if you play multiple lineups. I think giving David Johnson a, a shot is... is uh, if I'm ever going to play David Johnson, this is the week I'm going to play David Johnson. Right. Didn't he have like 25 touches last week? Yeah, and I think yeah. they're going to get... I think Josh Rosen is the best thing ever for David Johnson because at least there's a threat of a pass where there wasn't with Sam Bradford. Definitely. I mean, it, it can only go up from what we saw in the first couple weeks with Bradford at quarterback. 
All right, the Rams in Seattle. I know that we talked about this, but I'll say I'll say this. Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor made a crappy defense look respectable. And without those guys there, it could get ugly. Yeah, look, the Rams, to me, they're not going to be stopped until I see it. You can say, well, it's a divisional game. It's on the road. Seattle's a tough place to play. We all know Seattle's defense isn't even close to what it was. So I'm just rolling with all the Rams for sure. Uh, DFS? Um, I mean, they're in play for sure. I mean, they're the best offense in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always play Gurley, and I'll play Cooper Cup. I mean, choosing between Woods, Cup, and and, and Woods is not easy. It's Cooks, not. Woods, and, it's not. Because but I, they, I, I always lean Cooper Cup. Me too, because he gets a lot of red zone targets. Uh, right. He already, I think, has like six this year inside the 10. They he runs had, that same route. He runs right. that, and one, they that even curl. had a designed yeah. run or two for him in yeah. the red zone. Yeah, so I do like him. All right, Ronas, I'm going to blow your mind here. Do, Dallas, it, is it going to be better than Kelvin Benjamin last week? No. <laughs> I, I gave you John Ross, though. No, I'm, I'm just – I remember <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin because he sucks, bro. Don't play him ever. You're, I'm, not, right. I'm not coming at you, so don't look at no, me. No, 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 no. Just Kelvin right. Benjamin's garbage. Garbage. Dallas, By the way, three-run homer for J.D. Martinez. Oh, Red Sox like the Yankees, yeah. three nothing. I sure you hate that. I'm sure oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, Dallas at Houston. Okay, Do you know that that Deshaun Watson has been sacked like a pinata all season. The Co- I think da- Dallas gets him six times this week. The Cowboys defense. I said it. Uh, I don't know if it was before the year. Great play one. this week. Yeah, David Irving comes back from suspension too. Demarcus Lawrence has been a beast. Two sacks this week for Demarcus Lawrence. I took the Cowboys in best ball drafts as my second defense because I waited and waited and. It's an improved unit, so you're right. It's a good matchup. The Texans' offensive line has been bad. They can't run the football. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are are sneaky play, and obviously that's a, a night game, so keep that in mind. In, in, our cha- in our championships, I picked up the Cowboys as my streaming defense this week. I have them in a league or two. Actually, I think I had them in a league, and I put in bids for Tennessee – Carolina and another defense, and I lost all of them because yeah. people spend way more money than I thought. Uh, yeah, no, no. Like, I will only spend like 13, me, 15 bucks. Me too. Like, there yeah. were people spending 40, 50, 60 bucks on the defense. Never, and I'm like, never what? happening. Yeah, no, no. I'd rather have a $1 Packers defense than that. I right. I, I had the Packers it. last week yeah. Yeah. In, the, in our aligned championship. They gave me 18 points. Yeah, give me the bills. Give me the bills for a dollar. I'm not spending 62 on the Titans. And sorry. The only way. You do that is if you say, all right, this is my defense the rest of the year. Right. And there's, Otherwise, there's, no way. There, Doc, how many defenses can you say that about right now? Jacksonville, Two. the Bears, and right. that's, that's it, it, right? That's it. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I wouldn't take – and the Vikings? I thought the Vikings? No. No, they not stink. Right, not, right, yeah. not right now. All right. Washington at New Orleans. Adrian Peterson revenge match, Ronis. Oh, boy. You love it, huh? I lo- do, does he score against his old team for three weeks? Uh, as long as the game is close early on, because you know if they fall behind to play catch-up, it's a lot of Chris Thompson. But obviously he'll be in the, on the field, I think, a lot in the first half, for sure. I've got to think, man, if you are winning and you, you have to play against Breeze and Kamara on Monday night, oh, man, this could get ugly. Yeah, it could. Saints at home. We know they're way better at home. I know the Redskins' defense has played well so far, but this is a different animal when you're going on the road playing the Saints in the Dome. All right, give me a play, Ronas. Give me a guy this week. A sleeper? Yep. Uh, Taewon Taylor. I really like him a lot this week. Uh, he's only 4000 on DK. He's been getting more targets. He had nine last week, seven for 77. We saw in the preseason they got him acclimated. I was a little bit concerned because we started to see Tajay Sharp ahead of him, but they finally realized he was second on the team in snaps last week. We mentioned Corey Davis with the tougher matchup. Just means that 
maybe Davis doesn't get the amount of targets, and that will open things up for Taylor. So I like Taylor at 4,000 on DK. I do. I mentioned Cortland Sutton. I like Kenny Galladay, too. I Me just too. You love know Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I had Marvin he Jones. He catches everything. He catches everything. He's so good. Uh, I had Marvin Jones in there at 4,700, but I'm going to have to follow this injury report now since he popped up with the ankle. If not, um, since if I'm going to roll with Stafford, I'll probably pair him with Galladay. Yeah, I think I am. And then are we both in on Ricky Seals? Yes. Um, if I'm going to go with a cheap tight end, He's the guy I'm looking at. You mentioned Hooper. I think he's in play, too, uh, at 3,000. Uh, those are the two tight ends I'm looking at in that range. All right, give me a guy you're not touching with a 20-foot pole. I'm not touching. Uh, let's go with, hmm, I don't want to go too obvious. I was going to say Devontae Adams, but that's too easy. Uh, a quarterback, how about Rodgers? He's okay. 6,300. Yeah, I mean, he, okay. I mean, right, if I, I told you he's going. the sixth highest priced quarterback this week, you'd, most weeks you'll play him, right? Right, but this week I won't. This yeah, week I, I won't, won't either. I'm trying to think. I think Tevin Coleman, I'm not touching. Yeah, especially with Freeman back. You, you can't. And I, I think that Coleman disappointed when Freeman was out. Coleman was good. He wasn't great. He was good. I he mean, wasn't, he wasn't. He good was like enough. thirteen for forty six, thirteen right. for fifty one. That's not good, man. I mean, if you were drafting Coleman in the fifth, sixth round with the hopes of okay, if Freeman goes down, I got an RB one. He failed to deliver. He was okay. I mean, he was like twelve to fifteen points a week, and I think he just won twenty. Oh, he oh, 19 and a half. I mean, the ten mm. and twelve. I mean, we got that out of Austin Eckler. You know, I got to tell you, if I had to draft tomorrow, I would draft Austin Eckler. I would draft receivers, and then I would draft Austin Eckler and well, it's nice Buck to, Allen. And it's nice, like to, Philip Lindsay. it's nice to have the results now, right? Like, no, but I think that's but I, but the, I the think, guy, this guy Schlesinger does that. What's his name? At, at the, in Vegas, he drafts like seven receivers, and Chad Schrader right. does the same thing, and then he gets guys at the end. Well, you know, if you had Kamara, McCaffrey, it worked out. Obviously, oh, if you sure. had, and Melvin Gordon, if you have Fournette, <laughs> right, right, if you have Fournette, <laughs> Dalvin Cook, then yeah, you want to go back. <laughs> Uh, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Adam and I wish you much luck in week number five. Check us out at scoutfantasysports.com and, of course, scoutdfs.com. All right, guys, good luck this week. Be well and take care.